dope days, chill nights, good company, and mellow vibes. You are listening to Out the Booth Podcast, a weekly Kenyan music podcast dedicated to exploring, playing, and uncovering the finest in Kenyan music and select gems from across Africa.
Hello, welcome to another episode of Out the Booth Podcast. I am your host, the Yellow Mellow Fellow, aka Eugene. Starting us off was Umeni Tosha by Polaris Wendo and Prince KB, a collaboration that was made possible through the power of social media and proper preparation. It has been a few weeks since the last episode was released and there is a perfectly viable explanation for that. At least I think there is. In the last few weeks, I threw myself down a rabbit hole, trying to develop the perfect, or should I say the right angle for this episode. Too deep that things didn't seem as clear as they were at the beginning. So after about two weeks of not finding the answers being sought, I decided to let it rest and then suddenly, it becomes a hot topic and after hearing what people had to say about it, some clarity was assumed. Or so I thought. It was only until recently that I decided it's best to simply share the idea as is because complications are too much to work with right now. In this episode, you get to hear why Kenyans have over the years been heavily drawn to South African entertainment. Whether it is their music as Ama Piano has been doing in the recent past or their films and serials. I bet the words Generations, Sarafina and Sugar have a place in your memories. The reason we will talk about this issue is probably something I hope will not come up in conversation as we start out the new year, and this is the Kenyan sound. Since I started podcasting, the conversation on the Kenyan sound has come up more times than I can count. I guess people finally realize that having an identity musically is a crucial factor if we want to be recognized globally. I have a different take today. To me, Kenya does have its own sound. The difference is we have segmented it so much because no single tribe is prominent enough to allow there being only a single sound. Yes, by this I am saying that local language music is the Kenyan sound. Before you critique that, let me give you the bigger picture. One of the major reasons South African entertainment is prominent and popular within Kenyan entertainment is because they found a way to blend culture with modernity and make it commercial. This can be seen from the language they use, the stories they tell and what they are based on, their mode of dress, the dance styles and the activities that surround their lives. They found a way to blend their traditional culture with technology and due to good infrastructure, they have been able to achieve widespread recognition for their work. If you actually think about it, South African culture in some way is pop culture. More than that, it is relatable. And that's another reason. As an artist, your work is not meant to appeal to everyone. However, there is that particular tribe you're looking to hit. Those people with whom you have a shared experience and you know they're out there. Think of a film like Sarafina. High school teens fighting for their human rights, yet still behaving like normal teens. These parties, from the parties, the relationships, the rowdiness and most of all the togetherness. As you grow up, these memories are rarely replicated, so when you watch this film, you actually feel it. Or if you're like me, you wonder what if this happened in Tahiti High. And then can't wait for next week's episode of Tahiti High because remember, you didn't recently watch Sarafina, now did you? Up next, we have Vulindela by Brenda Farsi. Thank you. 
Is it odd that when I listen to certain songs, the memories are so vivid, I can recall the scent of where I had them? Just me? It's alright. Y'all ain't weird enough anyway. That was Vulindela by Brenda Farsi. The song is meant to tell of gossipers who said the character's son would never get a girl for marriage. It has to make you wonder, why are we still set on writing songs about campus girls, parties and shallow brags? Doesn't life happen to these artists that we have or would you rather overlook that for temporary solutions? Back to the Kenyan sound. If only, and I say this sparingly, if we had embraced sounds that brought us together, then maybe, just maybe, Kenyan music would be more progressive. Sounds like Benga, Genge, Kapuka, Genge Tone. Instead, thanks to baseless industry, the artists developing these sounds could not keep up with the market demands. Understanding that to have a market, you need capital, you need investments, general infrastructure that helps advance an industry. That has not been the case for the Kenyan industry for the longest time. It's in the past few years that our artists have been able to reclaim some of that lost glory that our industry shared by creating art that competes with that from other African nations on a global stage. Look at Calligraph for example. In terms of commercial hip-hop, he is the face of Kenya, having been recognized severally in international awards. From the south, we have Nasty C. And right there, we have The Curveball. The age difference between these two artists is impressive if you think about it for one. It also tells a lot about how the industry is set up in both countries. That said, let's look at Nasty C's age group of artists in comparison to our own Kenyan artists. To name a few from the South whom have featured in this or previous episodes of OTB, we have Telemann and Shakina. I'm using these two because they have features with Kenyan artists and are young, so to speak. From Kenya, we have our new Nairobi and alternative musicians such as Karen, Polaris, Beatty, TNT, Baraka, and Jovi Jove. All the mentioned artists are around the same age and they all came up around the same time. So their sounds are somewhat similar. Their influences are definitely the same and their audiences, definitely non-local. See, the thing is, these artists understood that the influences that led them to pursue music were not from their continent, let alone their country. With this in mind, they made music that was going to appeal to the same audience, but from within their country. They figured that if such music from abroad was popular here, what if they made music in the same format but with their own twist for the local audience with an international taste? And it worked. And this applies to both Kenyan and South African artists. Eventually, these two groups were scouted and connected through larger music corporations and donors or through personal management, leading to several collaborations like the ones you might hear in this episode. Remember, you can follow the podcast on social media at otbpodke across all platforms or simply search for Out The Booth Podcast. Also, as you listen, do share the episode, comment, rate it or subscribe. I'll never actually know how you feel about the episodes if you don't tell me. Your opinions are very welcome. Should you like to feature in a future episode, send an email to otbpodke at gmail.com. Fixate on you I don't debate with you 
What you just listened to was Fixate by Shekina and Beiti. It's one of those songs that has never failed to sound like fresh air 
every single time I listen to it. And it's actually a very huge inspiration for this episode too. Actually, on that note, you can also inspire a future episode. That's right, you. You who's listening right now. You can inspire a future episode. You want to know how? Simply follow the podcast at OTB PodKE across all social media and podcast streaming platforms and we can work something out. We've seen how the new generation has done it. But that doesn't mean there was no collaboration before. We had King Kaka, Wangeshi and HHP pulling out the Tulia 2 collaboration. And Saudi Soul have been working with various artists from there for a while. So why is it now that I'm a piano is a problem? It's not like we simply do not know how to appreciate good things and, and are very selfish about what we want. Or is it? What many miss out when it comes to competition is that the whole idea of competition is to create advancement in the task being competed in. In our case, music. When music from other countries comes into Kenyan entertainment and seems to be taking over, our artists have learned to adapt and bring a similar yet localized sound to the table. If not that, they simply go back to the drawing board, start the drama, put out the music, throw some shade here and there to a few, you know, radio stations and media companies, and voila, Kenyan music is back on the airwaves. The same cycle repeated over and over every few years. Even with this argument being put out though, competition has brought more change to the industry than what has been practiced before. The emergence of Ama Piano has had some artists adopting South African production means of heavy bass. Others have taken up the flashy video concepts with African themed backgrounds. Then. There are those who took on the sound itself, making music with their own personal touch. All of this has opened up the industry to a new way of doing things, which some see as a further deviation from acquiring our own sound. Now, we need to acknowledge that at this point, Kenyan musicians should stop limiting themselves to making music that appeals to Kenyans. This is because, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't worry about their Kenyan, you know, audience. I'm just saying that this is because Kenyans themselves aren't set in what appeals to them. They have different tastes for different occasions and they enjoy the freedom of being able to indulge in all of it without having to worry about where it comes from. Sure, there is the purist who will tell you this is not the way, but in a digital world, why would you restrict yourself with geography? Look at it this way, thanks to Mapiano, Kenyan entertainers have now become aware of what South Africa is up to and what has led to their sound receiving the international rec recognition that surrounds it. The Kenyan public is also now aware of the sound and the culture that surrounds it. All that is left is adapting the methods taken on by these artists and, and further empowering our industry from policy to infrastructure. Up next, here is Tulia by the late HHP, King Kaka and Wangeshi. We're still waiting for the new music from Wangeshi because it's definitely going to be a banger. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Yes, double HP, Java man, Kaka Empire, my man Rabbit, Wangeshi, where you at? What? Bass, how it is. 
on the house you need true story letter action letter fashion zingine VIP na HHP tuko ndani ya ikulu slang swag swana na zulu corridor zimesona drinks nyamchoma niko na my current ana check my ex me na check the next at the my latest clubs are old fashioned people all show when you love with no passion come to the crib no need to bring cash you can bring you can bring action wale wako na kerere tulia tu lewa sana ngoja mchana tulia tu umeleta mtayote tulia tu Simsima, who's got the keys to my room? I'm on another level, ni akili tunapima. So who may has it that I can bring action? And he, he can, he can bring cash in. And then we start, then we start dancing. Before he starts, before he starts leaving. A little bit of sip, sip, a little bit of that, that's. Man, I'm talking like some book, I'll So tonight, I don't like it's 99. He gonna kill a mood that I need on my side. I got my guys, I got my man, and I do great of high. He need night to go the row, night to go so how I said it. Clubs are old-fashioned, people all showing you love with no passion. Come to the crib, no need to bring cash in. What you can bring, you can bring cash in. It's a wit and I'm pissy. It's a fans call my friends. Call Kaka double HP. No plus one, invites only. Yeah. Admittedly, Kenya has its own troubles when it comes to the industry. But if you take into consideration the talent and will that those actively involved in the scene have, a lot more is yet to happen. When it comes down to the actual reason South African music is popular as it is in Kenya, it comes down to a conversation on pop culture. Pop is anything celebrated by a large number of consumers. Not only do they celebrate it, they participate, they create, they invest in it, and most of all, they spread it. They understand there may be shady happenings within the industry, but what actually concerns them is the development of the industry itself. For any kind of art to be considered pop culture, it has to have some element of tradition. Think about it. From paintings to digital work, all the popular pieces are some depiction of a cultural moment. The best thing about art and pop culture is rather than being restrictive by holding people in and leaving others out, it is inviting. With pop culture, 
Anyone can hop in and out as they please. Unlike the traditional definition where you have to be brought up, learn and practice the way for a lifetime, pop culture says to you, come in, enjoy the sights and sounds, make friends and hey, if you find something more interesting, don't feel bad about leaving. It's my belief that you can take it all in as you please and this can also be adapted to the Kenyan music and entertainment scene. We shouldn't see foreign sounds as invaders that need to be dealt with brutally. Instead, we should welcome them, exchange ideas and work alongside them. In turn, our industry gets to branch out to a new audience we may have not seen before. Think of what Gengetone did with dancehall and other music. They blended it with their own production, confused the algorithm and it worked. Now, can we stop being prophets of doom and actually enjoy the music? To bring out the whole team, fill my body with codeine. I fill a bitch mouth with four kids. I'm not your man, don't call me. Be quiet, the money is talking. Bitch, I say be quiet, the money is talking. No handout, it was on me. Got famous, now she's stalking. Tell me how low that quit stalling. And when I see your ass here in the morning, making eyes get cold feet. Ain't cut off all the game, they four feet. Yeah, started out sipping lean. Now I'd rather get Henny in me. I used to roll with a lot of friends. Now I only got family with me. I cannot get tied down. 360 degree deal. I hit it and threw it out. It's like she's too cool for the seatbelt. Details, the devil's in them. They sit in my jeans, I got hella denim. I'm in the game, some cheddar business. My circle full of hella winners. You know I'm with it, whatever it is. Told these niggas not to sell the vision. Now it's TN Telemann on television. Kill the game and hope they never miss it. You ain't wifey, you was never missus. Fuck you think I got my goobies for? Only thing I'm really ever cuffing. Microphone inside the studio. These niggas, they talking and really snitching. It's telling it don't matter who he told. Your niggas, they shooting and my niggas shooting only Different shows is a movie role on gang, yeah. Let's go. Let's say Kenya the same thing. I had to bring out the whole team. Fill my body with codeine. I fill a bitch mouth with four kids. I'm not your man, don't call me. Be quiet, the money is talking. Bitch, I say be quiet, the money is talking. No handout, it was on me. Got famous, now she's stalking. Tell me how low that quit stalling. And when I see your ass here in the morning, making eyes get cold feet. Ain't cut off all they gave me four feet. Boy, your drip is brawling, little nick, we don't yeah. trip, we touring. 30k look like my pants sagging, now I ain't chasing no bandwagons. He want the pressure, we toe tagging, man, now he on a shirt like he's so fashion. Rapping don't work, then I'm pushing a reefer. I can fit plenty of pounds in a speaker. Who need a package, I'm selling it cheaper. Little bro got the drink over here by the leader. You been on tweak on my side, my brody on ride, and I'm really on similar vibes. Couple got dirty inside, you said that you slime, but we never seen him outside. You can get weed over here by the kilo, ain't saving no bitches, I look like a hero. Bitch, I'm a star, you can find me on vivo ain't trying to fuck if she ain't trying to deep though them niggas copying watching my stilo one of my homies a robber like debo them niggas acting like robert de niro why would i wanna go fuck with your people me and my homies are flying an eagle hop on the beat and i make it a single none of them niggas can never be equal heat on the passenger side of the regal bitch say can you the same thing i had to bring out the whole team fill my body with codeine i fill a bitch mouth with four kids i'm not your man don't call me be quiet the money is talking 
Bitch, I say be quiet, the money's talking. No handout, it was on me. Got famous, now she's stalking. Tell me I'm low, that quit stalling. Don't wanna see your ass here in the morning. Making eyes get cold feet. Ain't cut off all they gave me four feet. Durbin boy, your drip is brawling. Love a nigga, we don't trip, we touring. The difference between you and I, I walk here talking. When tell a man take a shot, it hits the target. I cut off that weight, niggas no move lighter. Woke up, secure the bag, and I ain't even showered. Sipping on lean, sipping on lean, I ain't got no problems. Getting this quad, getting these sheets, I ain't got no problem. No singing lullabies up in my pocket. Cabeça, nem 
So, the two songs that played have nothing in common. But that's the whole idea, isn't it? Confuse dying enemies. Buy them cake, but eat the king's share. The first one was Same Thing by TNT, featuring Telemann. A track that shows you what a talented vocalist and rapper can do to a track that features talented acts that complement and match the energy. As for the second one, you just listen to Sinamali, Sinadeni by Kadijanin. She is a Burundian singer with some of the finest instrumentals I have come across. And no, this is not a recent track. I decided to throw in a bit old school vibes for the older, more graceful audience. And to that same audience, I appeal that you send in more recommendations for this kind of music. You're listening to Out The Booth Podcast, a Kenyan music podcast dedicated to highlighting the finest Kenyan music and select gems from across Africa. At the same time, the podcast highlights key issues within the Kenyan music industry where it is based. Hosted by Eugene, aka The LMLO Fellow, Mr. Crooked Smile, if you like, New episodes are released each Tuesday. If you'd like your music or that of a friend featured in an upcoming episode, send an email to otbpodge at gmail.com. In it, include your music, a description of the work, your bio, and contact info. Replies are made every Sunday. You can also send in your voice notes and opinions on the show to the same email address. Check out past episodes too on your podcast streaming platform of choice, and remember to leave a comment, rate the show, subscribe, and share with a friend or ten. Follow the podcast on social media at OTB PodKE. Up next, we have Lonely by Brandy Minor featuring Chokoram Janja. The track comes from Nabiso Wanyama, or as he refers to himself, Son of the Sun, of his Half a J and Other Stories project. You can check out the project link in the description.
As I wrap up the show, allow me to introduce a segment I have dubbed The Audit. On The Audit, we will start off by featuring other Kenyan podcasters as they share the experiences and opinions on different matters concerning podcasting. In this edition, I reached out to Afro Queer Podcast and this is what they had to say on their experiences with podcasting. Who are you and what is your podcast about? My name is Tavin Sudi. I'm a sound engineer. I work for AQ Studios as a sound editor and studio manager. And AQ Studios is a podcast production company whose mission is to tell African stories and black stories from around the world through high quality content across genres. Uh, what is the one thing that makes you enjoy hosting the podcast. So for me as an audio editor, when I'm working on a podcast, the one thing that makes me enjoy creating it is making the words come to life. The small intricate details that you add to the podcast like using the right piece of music or the right sound effect at the right time that you know will provoke a certain feeling when they're listening to that part. For example, that's why I like working on one of our shows called Afroqueer Podcasts. 
Afroqueer is a documentary style podcast. So there's so much that goes into it. It starts with like months and months of planning, even just a single episode, and then it goes into doing a lot of research, carrying out interviews, looking for information like actual reporting on that story. Then we come to the scripting process and this is where I start kind of really seeing the soundscape of the podcast where the music will go where some sound effects will go which ones i should start recording which ones i should start looking for which ones i can make by myself like such an interesting process and so after assembling all those parts i usually feel like nick fury assembling all these individual amazing parts into one podcast so it's unstoppable like the avengers <laughs> share one lesson you've learned through your years as a podcaster that you believe all podcasters new and experienced could use so i think hmm, i could say many things like there there's planning there's the recording there's the product like i could say all that but i think the main lesson that i've learned is patience because so many people i come across enter podcasting with a goal of making money but it takes time to build your core audience it takes time to retain your audience it takes time to build your name it takes time to build your quality it takes time like yes so the one big lesson that i've learned is patience and if you enter the industry of podcasting with the wrong goals i think your patience is going to run out pretty fast and that's why you see a lot of people fall out after such a short time because they realize it's not what i thought it is but yes so you need to have a lot of patience yes share where people can reach out to you or your podcast and any other information so you can reach us on our website www.aqstudios.fm we have so much in the works We just launched season 4 of Afroqueer podcast. You can catch that on all your podcasting platforms. Look out for In Search of a Black Planet which will be released early next year and yeah. So many more shows. <laughs> That was Tevin from Afroqueer Studios. You can check out their podcast in the podcast description along with additional links for further reading. I have been your host Eugene aka the Yellow Mellow Fellow and you have been listening to the South Connection from Out the Booth podcast. In this edition we explored the relationship between South African entertainment and Kenya. Next episode you get to join me as I do a little catch up on some of the music that has been missing from you till next time i leave you with brighter days by sauti soul as well as malaika the cover by miriam makeba the count is out
here's a song that comes from Tanzania. Malaika Nakupenda Malaika Malaika
Now I shut up, now not far I know how 